Hello, everyone, and welcome to Minute 10, our final episode of this week of The Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the great escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob. I'm Tom. And for the last time this week, joining us is Jay from the Deep Blue Sea Podcast. Hello. I'm, I'm so close to freedom. I can taste it. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll, maybe we'll get you back if, uh, you know, we, st- we still need more uh, guests by the end. You never know. You have to catch me. We'll have to give myself up. We'll just be tied up down there. Oh, okay. Well, next, next week, we'll bring someone else down there with you. <laughs> All right, well, then starts with Von Luger finishing his sentence by saying 17 escape attempts and ends with him saying not to be denied their usual facilities. And then he gets cut off mid, uh, mid-speech. This minute is another way for for them to, to explain to us about the different characters, the situation that they're in. They, they never say the name of the, the character who made the 17 escape attempts, but obviously it's uh, it's Hiltz. There's yeah. no question yeah. about that one. When uh, he and Ives are in, in the cooler, he says he's he's made 17 escape attempts. Right, exactly. But we don't know that yet. No, we don't. Yes, but uh, then... <laughs> Would his record then be increased to 18 because they think he was trying to escape by going standing next to the bars to get his baseball? So would they then have to amend? Uh, By the time he gets out and comes back in again at the end of the film, what's the number? (laughs) That's 18. He he tries to tunnel out, so 19. Then he actually gets out and comes back in again. It's at least 21 by the end of this film. Very true. Um, And and he still has wire cutters on him. So, (laughs) yep. Uh, yeah, but and and it's funny that that uh, Van Luger says uh, insanity. What do you mean insanity? Hello, <laughs> I think he's going crazy inside as opposed to being outside. You know, you you go, you go wire crazy on the inside, the outside, as we know with lives. Yeah. Uh, so you actually need to be on the outside to not get a hold of that insanity. What, what's um, close to insanity is he's tried seventeen escape attempts and they're still not watching him every second of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but how does he not spend the rest of the war in the cooler? But just, or at least like in shackles, like just tied to something. I, I assume you guys have seen Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> I, and the, the rotten, the rotten eggs uh, fits fits in with that one too. Oh, that would make that scene in Cool Hand Luke very disgusting if it was no, fifty it would, it would it would make it would make the next scene that scene would be fine. The following scene where he's in the bathroom would be a little too much. I, I think he'd be there a lot sooner. <laughs> That's true. But if you're doing a minute by minute, so it wouldn't be the same. Minute. You know, for anyone doing the cool hand loop minute by minute out there. I don't think I don't think anyone's taken that yet. That's, that's, that, that should be on your list. Um, let's let's get let's get through this one with with. No, I'm signing you, know, you up for it. When you sanity, let's get through this one first, and then we'll worry about what the next one will be. <laughs> Which will hopefully there will be a next one. Hopefully it will it will in, continue being enjoyable. Not to say about that. I'll be a guest um, whenever you do. Nah. Well, if that's the case, then great. <laughs> so I, I love the way that that uh, Ramsey basically throws it back in uh, Von Luger's face and says, "Do you expect officers to forget their duty? Come on, obviously, you know." Uh, you have some of these officers who've actually been in the prison camp for four years. Obviously, they've forgotten their duty. They're walking around uh, ragged uniforms, or they should be raggedy in the movie. They're not because they have some a... of them are. Some of them are like uh, 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 Bronson's. He's got like a, a patched up hole in the front of a shirt at one point. Um, <laughs> okay, but uh, but still, you know, yeah, one, they should, one, <laughs> more of them should be four years. Than they are. No, and and come on, even says two pairs of shoes. He's got you know he's got his his running shoes and his uh, hiking boots or whatever you want to. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I, I would think officers that are in a prison camp, even for one, two, three, you know, they're they're, they're not going to be acting the same way that they would, you know, 
their, their duty is to, is to escape. I think that's the only thing that they're really going to follow. They're, you know, they're, they're not having them uh, marching, except for when you're trying to make noise, you know, later on when, when you have Cavendish, uh, you know, singing uh, Jingle Bells. Or, which, oh, come on, you faith. I'm sorry. All right. I, I don't remember it. Uh, I, I work in engineering. I have to, have to assemble things uh, for my job. I always tend to hammer two Christmas songs. Just I don't know if it's from, from watching this film, but it's just something that I instinctively do is like having to jingle bells. I don't know why. It just kind of happens. Okay. <laughs> I feel like if I was in this camp, uh, my role would be the, the uh, uh, one of Cedric's team as the manufacturer in the engineering department. Uh, if I if I were in, in carried in Starlight. Well, I, ho- I hope that never happens to you. Yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> Especially like, since thought... you're, you're probably not flying flying sorties over uh, Germany or anywhere else right now. Yes, my, my flying days are suddenly over. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I think everyone's <laughs> flying days are over. Yeah, but I feel like my, my skills would be best suited to, to being in the, the manufacturing department. But I'd, be, I'd be pretty far down the line uh, in terms of the... Yeah. The escape order. I, I would be even further down because uh, you know my my use tent is watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> no one's doing I that can, anymore. In I can I can tell them what what they've done in movies, you know, in order to try to get out of escape. But uh, beyond that, I don't think I'm very useful. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't draw. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Your role is uh, Matthew McConaughey in Reign of Fire, like recounting Star Wars to people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You know the the guys from the the Star Wars uh, minute by minute podcast would love would love me to do that. You know, your Starlight Lovers podcast, which all, yeah. the, all of the men listen to. <laughs> yeah, see, Alex and Pete, we got we got something for you to do once you you finish uh, the movies that the the current Star Wars movies and look for something else to do. <laughs> they'll be they'll be grateful for the rest. <laughs> they've been they've been put in the ass in. I, I think after 10 years, it'll be a little more difficult for them to look for rest. <laughs> they're they're going to want to continue it somehow. But, you know, I we'll leave so. that I to them. Yeah. Of course, well, we we'll think show, so, uh, you know, I'm sure. We've got a real uh, James Bond villain uh, telling his plan to Bond uh, vibe from this scene with, <laughs> <laughs> with Bond. Like, this, uh, this has been built to hold you and your men. I, just, <laughs> I expect you to die. <laughs> Um, I can, I can get and on board. I'm tell that. you how to get out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to watch you die. I'm just going to turn over here and leave the room and just to just trust that you all die. Well, he did make an allusion. He said, "I am not a common jailer," which makes me curious. What were the contents of the previous case? Because <laughs> I would assume there's some level of staff officer, and yeah, but he's referring to them as common jailers. I'm curious what they were. Yeah, and, he and was... The fact that he says he was personally chosen, which basically means he probably has a cousin in the, the Luftwaffe High Command. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my yeah. brother-in-law, my brother-in-law is in the uh, you know Luftwaffe High Command, so he gave me this job. But well, I feel like the person who uh, personally selected him doesn't like him. I feel like they set him up to fail. Because this is a horrendous idea that they've done here. As we as we said, they've taken the the greatest escape artists of the British and American military, and put them in one place together, and their one mission is to escape. It's gonna happen. People are gonna they're gonna at least try. They're gonna get out. So this guy's doomed to failure. And whoever put him there, they they know that. And they think, oh, I'm gonna screw this guy. He's gonna he's gonna end up deposing in Siberia or something by the end of this war. Russian front. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> it's true. I I like the fact that the you once again you get a, a a better at his office, so you you can see the the pictures uh, much more clearly than could beforehand. Which uh, you know, as as I mentioned the other day, 
it, it's interesting that, that that's one of the first things he did was decorate his uh, office. You know, they, they said, okay, we're this, this new camp where we're going to, you know, put all the escape artists in. And, but, oh, I'll make sure to put up my pictures. of. of, is there, of I don't care about where it is, what I'm doing. Is there space for a picture wall? That's all I want. And, I want I've got five photos. He wrote six. Yeah, five photos. We need room for them. Yeah. Yes? And okay, many, done. And how many books does he have on the show? Uh, like four or five. Exactly. <laughs> He's got one book for each picture. <laughs> Each one tells the story of the photos. <laughs> My the memoirs of, of of those pictures. There you go. <laughs> it's funny how he's also walking around with his hands in his pockets. You know, which which makes his his jacket billow up the whole way through. This... He already looks defeated. Exactly. <laughs> is this the first minute where we're explicitly told this camp is run by the Lufafa? Yes. Yes. Which is again like I was talking about earlier in the week. That nice little. Just drag it to the exposition. This isn't the Gestapo. This isn't the SS. You know, I we don't see swastikas hanging on the wall. You know, which is an interesting choice for this film. Um, well, it makes sense. It does. I mean, this this isn't a, a Nazi movie. You know, this is they're they're trying to tone down everything. So they're they're toning down also the the, the hatred of of Nazis here. These these are these are not Nazis. These are German soldiers. That, that's, that's what they're true. trying to tell people. But they are. <laughs> they're still not the same side. <laughs> Obviously, we don't know his politics or anything like that. That that's true. But also, most people probably wouldn't even know what when when he throws out the word Luftwaffe. They don't know what that really means. I mean, I'm I'm sure when I saw this, uh, you know, as a kid or teenager, I had no idea what the Luftwaffe was. Right. But I feel like even if I don't know what it is, I know. It's not Gestapo or SS. Right. Okay. I, I, and I think that's kind of the key in that is... Right. You don't right. Have... No, I can agree with that. No, like in the, in the American military, it, it's... Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, if you have uh, a prison camp for, you know, prisoners from, from a particular branch of branch service, you know, I, I don't know how they would... How the jailers, if they would all just be MPs or if they would have, you know, uh, Air Force personnel running the camp with MPs. What, do, you have, do you have any I mean, clue in that? I have no idea. Going back to World War II, I can tell you currently with captured, and again, you start getting into weird discrepancies when you're talking like Al-Qaeda and ISIS. Do they qualify as POWs? Whatever. All that aside, it doesn't, it typically just goes to army prison. Exactly. You know, but it doesn't matter. The army pretty much just handles all of that. Right. Interesting that, that uh, in the German uh, command structure, they, they, they separate them. Because yeah. I, I know that, for instance, in Stalag 17, where they're all de- they're dealing there with, with American uh, uh, NCOs who are, in, who are in the prison camp. So they never mention the fact there that, uh, you know, what branch of services is, are the jailers. I mean, Otto Preminger's commandant, the dates, you know, that, uh, oh, I'm in this branch, because that's what I'm supposed to be in charge of. So, yeah, that's interesting uh, to think about. This minute has longer speaking most of the time. Uh, as we, we keep mentioning, he's just giving us a lot more exposition of everything. And obviously he uses the, the famous line that, that we've quoted a few times this week uh, before we've even heard it. He says, they decided to put all the rotten eggs in one basket, and we have to watch this basket carefully. Uh, I, like apparently, <laughs> I like to think. Apparently somebody... they don't. <laughs> I like to think somebody was watching this and uh, said, rotten egg. What are these? What if all the prisoners were eggs? What if they were chickens? And that's where Chicken Run came from. <laughs> Just from that one line. I don't know if you've mentioned Chicken Run last week. But no, we, I, we didn't mention it. No. I, I, saw, I, I saw Chicken Run before I saw The Great Escape. I, think I, I, saw, uh, I love it. I love everything Ardman have Almost everything Ardman have done. They've had a few misfires. Uh, but Chicken Run is a fantastic film. And uh, when I showed my wife The Great Escape, she had seen Chicken Run many times. But... Just her, her mind was blown 
about all the references that how closely the design of some of Chicken Run is from, based on the Great Escape. And I'd, I'd love that somebody just made the Great Escape with chickens. Just just the notion of that film existing is uh, a delight for me. I and my love of the Great Escape, one of the Chicken Run, I suppose. Uh, I'm sure it will come up again later. I know you have at least one guest coming up who is a huge fan of Chicken Run. Tony, Tony, Tony will talk about Chicken Run more than he talks about the Great Escape. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it will not wait until uh, his fifth day before it comes up. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I just I just love that the greatest game with chickens exists. And... Right. Um, the truth is, I'm not. I'm, I'm a, as you know, I'm a big fan of, of this movie. I'm not the biggest fan of Chicken Run. I think maybe it has What's to do with, the, with you? I, uh, a lot. But uh, <laughs> uh, you're specifically talking about this this thing. <laughs> but no, I, I, maybe it has to do with Mel Gibson. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, maybe maybe I should rewatch it now. Uh, I feel I feel like they could uh, they could dub him with somebody else. It being an animated film, you could easily like sub out Mel Gibson for literally anybody else. It's, such, it's got such a great cast other than him. It's just a shame that he's one of the. All right, I, have, I will make it my my duty to to rewatch Chicken Run for you, Jay, and for Tony, who who when he gets here, I'll be able to then actually talk. Uh, um, I can talk about it in, in in a more intellectual way. I would be surprised <laughs> if it come up again uh, in future episodes, anyway. And has anyone played the uh, the Great Escape? Uh, game, the video game that came out. No, 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 never played uh, it. Neither have I. I read a review of it back in the day, but I, apparently it wasn't very good. I, I'm I heard intrigued. about it. Yeah, apparently it's just like a stealth game of hunting around the camp. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe you have to, the characters dig. It's like dig dug or something like that. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> where they where they have to dig, uh, you know, 525 feet, even though they need to really get to 570 or wherever. <laughs> Looking at the the script, it's actually interesting. The original script uh, uh, that uh, Van Luger's speech is slightly different. Uh, basically, you have Ramsey said, "Colonel, do you expect officers to forget their duty?" And the response by Van Luger is, "It's because we expect the opposite that we brought you here. This camp embodies all that we have learned of security measures. We have an effect to put all of the rotten eggs in one basket. And believe me, Group Captain, we intend to watch this basket carefully." That's actually very ironic because. You know, as as the, apparently they learn nothing by putting everyone together. Oh, I, I love Ramsey's response. Of very wise. Just the, just exactly. the, the, the smirk on his face. He knows they're going to win. He knows exactly. they're getting out. Yeah, but but he also knows that he's not going anywhere. Yeah, I think he's okay with that. He's got he's got a bum leg, so he'd be a hindrance. Well, obviously, but hey, if a blind man can get out, why can't a man with a limp get out? I feel, I feel like uh, a man with a limp would be more of a hindrance because, like, Blythe yeah. can move. It can be, it'd be guided by somebody else, whereas somebody with a limp, they'd have to be carried, potentially. Okay, true, but, I mean, we'll talk in month, months from now, but, but when Blythe is, is walking around while he's blind, you know, I, I love when he jumps off the train, the way that he yes. looks. <laughs> the firm push. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, so, uh, do you've you got do some you great weeks else? ahead of you. You've got some oh, like just watching the film again today, there's no bad weeks. Everyone's every every week you've got is a solid. Like you haven't got in Deep Blue Sea. We had a week where it's just LL Cool J talking about making an omelet. That's um, we talked about. You, I, I think you did well with that. With <laughs> that you you actually don't you have two episodes dealing with that that scene? Uh, that's a, a different or that's uh, the, segment. Oh, that's the French toast. Yeah, that's the, the breakfast sequence. Yeah, breakfast a whole there. bonus episode based on the breakfast that the characters put in. Uh, we plumbed the depths of Deep Blue Sea for some stuff that was not there in some scenes. Exactly. Yeah, that's all the weeks every week. Right? But that that's one of the reasons why we chose this movie because it's to talk about very rich and deep no yeah, question about mostly that. taking place in in one location right <laughs> correct <laughs> and being three hours long <laughs> uh, apparently 
But or we just, listening or, to it. or we just like talking about this movie. Oh, <laughs> All right. Anyone have anything else to say about this minute? I don't. Nope. Well, uh, Jay, what 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 plug do you want to give everyone today before we give you the key to get out of the <laughs> the basement? Let's earn it one last time. Well, uh, when this is released, we should have finished covering Deep Blue Sea 2 and 3 over on Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. And uh, there is currently no Deep Blue Sea 4 in the works, even if it does get announced. It will not be released by then. Uh, so Mark and I will have moved on potentially to another film. And we've claimed two uh, in in the future. Con Air and Event Horizon, both <laughs> on our wow. horizon. Uh, to cover chapter by chapter, probably not minute by minute. We 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 uh, respect and appreciate the minute by minute format, but we prefer to go in chapter chunks. Uh, just it suits our dynamic a bit better, I think. Uh, it's just so because Con- you guys want to be different. It's, we're not we're not the first to go scene by scene. Uh, others have done it beforehand. It's just we. Uh, it, it's more of a, a a time thing where we have the time to promote and edit one shot, not five. Uh, so yeah, good luck to you. Um, uh, yeah, Con Air the podcast or Event Horizon the podcast, depending on whether the Event Horizon director's cut has been released or not. We're kind of waiting on that one before we pull the trigger. Uh, but they're both in the future. So seek them out. And if you head to the Deep Blue Sea the podcast feed, they'll be the first episode of whichever one we've, we, we're covering on that. Or follow us at Deep Blue Sea Pod on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And I'm sure we'll have links to where we're doing now over there. But I just want to say thank you for having me on uh, to talk about The Great Escape. As I say, it's one of my favourite films of all time. It's... Uh, Generally, it's ranked my number two film ever. It's always in the top five. It's just below number, Jurassic Park. Number one is Deep Blue Sea. Number one is Jurassic Park. Then it's <laughs> The Great Escape. Sometimes it's Wally. Great, we kind of switch places. It's an eclectic uh, top five, but Deep Blue Sea is in there. Die, Die Hard is on there also, isn't there? Die Hard's not in my top five. It's, no. it's probably a top ten, but it's not a top five. I, I do so, love Die Hard. So what rounds out your top five? Uh, generally Raiders. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Wait, you missed one. Wally, Raiders, Jurassic Park, and Deep Blue Sea. Oh, okay. It's in the top five. The, yeah, okay. the one that I've spoken talked about for thirty-five consecutive weeks. Uh, <laughs> the one well, that I've maybe, recorded maybe, almost maybe, two days worth of podcasting about. <laughs> maybe Deep Blue Sea Two will. It will not. Uh, I, I, I've seen it four times in the past month, and it will not crack that top five. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll get to watching it. Uh, the, the, I'll get to watching it soon, also. Yeah, good Deep luck. Two, two and well, I'm, I'm not is, watching three it. Three is very good. Three is a, a, a I, good film. I'm not watching it to, to discuss it minute by minute or chapter by chapter. So, uh, you know, I think, I think I can handle it. I've seen, I've seen really bad movies. So, you know, I'm assuming that it'll be better than some of the worst movies that I've seen. Even some of the ones that you've made me see. <laughs> Mate. Uh, well, when we're covering DBC2, we are, we're a few chapters in at the moment, recording wise, and we are still, we are finding positive things to talk about. We've made it an, a mission to uh, talk positively about this film that uh, would always be difficult to talk positively about. And it, it helps that it's broken up. The, the chapters are all 10 minutes long. So it, we still talk for about an hour, hour and a quarter on 10 minutes rather than three minutes of a film. Wow. So it's, we're finding, we're picking and choosing the positive points to discuss. <laughs> All right, well, I, at, at this point, since we've only done 10 episodes so far of the, the whole block of 172 episodes, so I can still say thank you to Jay for, for getting me involved in the minute-by-minute minute, uh, uh, community. Hopefully I will still have those same feelings uh, when when we get through the other 162 episodes, as long as it's fun. That, that's the I, I enjoy, thing. I look forward to listening to your breakdown uh, <laughs> <laughs> over the course of a few months. The breakdown of the yeah, movie or a mental breakdown? <laughs> You, you choose. Uh, <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. 
Exactly. Well, thanks a lot for joining us, Jay. And I hope you, you, you feel honored enough to have gotten the first uh, guest spot, even though, you know, we, we don't get this this week. It's fine. I, I, I've claimed the basement for my own. Uh, you may, it's unlocked now, but I've decided I'm going to stay. I'm going to check it out. It's mine like now. It, like at the Star Wars Minute, now we now have to call it the Jay Kluwit Basement. You do indeed, yes. It's the Jay Kluwit Basement. <laughs> okay. All the guests must bow to my shrine. Okay, so once again, thanks to Alex and Pete for that for that idea. <laughs> Even though you guys use a lounge, we're going to use a basement with a lock on it. <laughs> Jay All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, we, we would love if everyone goes and rates, reviews, subscribes to the podcast in any uh, of the standard podcast uh, formats. You can, uh, if you have anything to say about our show or to us, you can email us at minute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group where you can also discuss things about this uh, movie is called The Cooler. Our website's thegreatescapeminute.com. And you can uh, contact us by Twitter at greatescapemxm. So uh, hopefully you'll have a great weekend and uh, we'll see you on Monday. Tally-ho! Tally-ho! Tally-ho!